welcome to the another episode of Live by Skill podcast. Today I'll discuss with you the book which I have recently explored by Dr. Jordan Peterson. It's called as 12 Rules for Life: An Antidote to Chaos. The future is just like the past, but there's a crucial difference. The past is fixed, but the future it could be better with some precise amount that can be achieved perhaps in a day with some minimal engagement. Do you feel some disorder or randomness in your day-to-day life? To understand it, when the ice you are skating on is solid, that's perfect order when the bottom drops out and things fall apart and you plunge through the ice that's chaos if this is the case and you haven't already started sorting it out here's something to try start to stop doing what you know don't waste time questioning how you know that what you are doing is wrong these situations lay out simple principles which can help you becoming more disciplined behave better act with integrity and balance your lives while enjoying them as much as you can these principles are for two sets of people one who are struggling to make their careers and studies and the ones who are struggling with their midlife crisis The first takeaway is have you noticed someone's body posture who was diseased or depressed quit drooping and hunching around just like if someone is a victim always remember in our society the poor and stressed always die first they are also much more susceptible to disease so would you like to have a similar posture for your own body speak your mind raise your head with broad smile when you do so it enhances the level of serotonin in your body it is a happy hormone and it relaxes your nerves and strengthens your immunity it also brings good positive thoughts to your mind a strong body is the first trait of the winner it increases the chances to live and to have a healthy partner so it's your duty to encourage this positive hormone to flow plentifully through your neural pathways with its calming influence so be careful about your posture put your desires forward as if you had a right to them and stand up straight with your shoulders back second takeaway is if we wish to take care of ourselves properly we would have to respect ourselves but we don't when time passes by without acknowledgement because we are engrossed in what we are doing that is the border of the known and unknown when someone very dear to you falls ill what you do you immediately take them to the doctor and give your time and best attention to them after this you keep on reminding them to have medication on time eat healthy be hygienic and exercise properly and completely avoid bad habits if there are any you ask them to fill their mind with positivity even if your pet falls ill you do your best if we lived in truth if we spoke the truth then we could respect ourselves and others then we might treat ourselves like people we care for and we might strive to set the world straight to treat yourself as if you are someone you are responsible for helping is instead to consider what would be truly good for you this is not what you want it is also not what would make you happy you need to consider the future and think what might my life look like if i were caring for myself properly so always treat yourself like you are someone you are responsible for helping The third point is look at your friends the kind of company you are in just think it over if you have a friend whose friendship 
you would not recommend to your son or your sister why would you have such a friend for yourself in our relations we see people who are not hopeful they are in a habit of cursing their situation and moreover going down gradually if you buy the story that everything terrible just happened on its own with no personal responsibility on the part of the victim you deny that person in the past moreover also in the present and future as well in this manner you strip him of all power do you want to be someone who is lazy addicted to bad habits and who doesn't have any purpose if he is not encouraging you it means he is pulling you down he can never be your well wisher you should not look to stay with them on the contrary you would like to be someone who keeps positive thoughts and can inspire you to elevate your life this way you can save yourself with a lot of problems it's very important to have some purpose in one's life every day brings new opportunities and hopes in your life You should choose people who want things to be better, not worse. The desire to improve was instead the precondition for progress. It's not selfish. It's rather a good thing to choose people who are good for you. Don't think that is easier to have good people around you. No, it's not. A good healthy person is ideal. It requires strength and daring to stand up near such a person. Have some humility. Have some courage. Use your judgment and protect yourself from too uncritical compassion and pity. So, always make friends with people who want the best for you. The fourth point is whenever you look on social media it adds some frustration to your subconscious mind it makes you insecure and jealous no matter how good you are at something or how you rank your accomplishments there is someone out there who makes you look incompetent because somewhere you start comparing yourself with excellent you have got your own skills and you are unique accept yourself as you are and try improving your special skills don't try emulating anybody else as you won't be able to perform like them moreover you won't be able to discover your own self do what you like most and always try to improve yourself and just keep checking your progress you'll start feeling better pay attention focus on your surrounding physical and psychological notice something that bothers you that concerns you that will not let you be which you could fix there is not just one game at which to succeed or fail there are many games and more specifically many good games games that match your talents involve your productivity with other people and sustain and even improve themselves across time so always compare yourself with who you were yesterday not with who someone else is today The fifth point is regarding raising your kids. We have seen lots of kids throwing tantrums and trying to draw their parents' attention. How the parents are behaving with their kids is going to decide how others in the society will treat them. If you will impatiently abuse your kids, then how can you expect that others will respect or love them? Only composed and responsible parents can raise happy and disciplined children. You need to leave your kid to explore new things, but at the same time set a limit for him. Otherwise, he will lose the sense of right and wrong. You also need to spend a good amount of time with your kid so that he should feel protected and confident and should think of you as his best buddy for this you need to listen to them carefully it's good for his all-round development and will make him more likable in society raising a kid requires lots of patience it will turn him into a psychologically balanced confident adult who can lead a meaningful life infants are like blind people searching for a wall they have to push forward and test to see where the actual boundaries lie 
Two years olds, statistically speaking, are the most violent of the people. They kick, hit, and bite, and they even steal the property of others. They do so to explore, to express outrage and frustration, and to gratify their impulsive desires. More importantly, for our purpose, they do so to discover the true limits of permissible behavior. How else? are they ever going to puzzle out what is acceptable kids do this frequently scared parents think that a crying child is always sad or hurt this is simply not true anger is one of the most common reasons for crying careful analysis of the musculature pattern of crying children has confirmed this anger crying and fear or sadness crying do not look the same they also don't sound the same and can be distinguished with careful attention if a child has not been taught to behave properly by the age of 4 it will forever be difficult for him or her to make friends the research literature is quite clear on this so do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them Point number 6 draws our attention towards a very serious issue. On December 14th, 2012, a gunman in the Sandy Hook Elementary School in Connecticut shot 20 kids along with their 6 teachers of an elementary school. It was done by a 20 years old boy called Adam Lanza. The incident remains the deadliest mass shooting at either a primary or secondary school in US history. Police found numerous video games which included both violent and non-violent in the basement of Adam Lanza's home which was used as a gaming area according to the report by the office of the child advocate Lanza would play the game for hours on end using it as a distraction from his inner turmoil the report said he would whip himself into a frenzy a behavior consistent possibly with a need to certain anxiety producing impulses and thoughts there were days when he would not do anything else but dance dance revolution this brings attention to the idea to get connected with your own inner self there are times when this world seems to be a terrible place to live along with other humans this world could seem like hell with lots of ongoing sins there is a time when you feel totally defeated and depressed there are a lot of negative things happening all around human abuse Some humans are even busy in carrying out the war. Somewhere volcanoes are erupting, tsunamis or earthquakes are taking place in one place or another. People are poor everywhere and society is filled with the filth of corruption. This outlook doesn't leave any room to have any desire to live in this world. But the good news is that how you see this world depends on you as well. You don't need to worry about the things which you can't control. There is only one thing which you can change for sure and that is you, yourself. Your life is the best opportunity you have. Give your best in whatever job you are performing. Give all the love and respect to your family. There is a lot which you learn from the life of Russian writer Anton Chekhov, who was raised in a very poor family with a drunkard father. He had a childhood where nothing was right. All his brothers ruined their lives, but he didn't let his environment affect him and turned out to be a very successful writer. He was able to set inspiration to a lot of people who are deprived. Don't reorganize the state until you have ordered your own experience. Have some humility. If you cannot bring peace to your household, how dare you try to rule a city? So the takeaway idea from this discussion is to set your house in perfect order before you start criticizing the world.
point number 7 is regarding the meaningfulness okay what is the purpose and meaning of your life when you will involve yourself with a purpose you will automatically become more organized when there is some difficult time or situation it determines a lot about our personality if we get bustled out in a tense situation it indicates our immaturity and about the loopholes in our belief system the great purpose is what discriminates the ordinary lives with extraordinary it also creates a line between strong and weak characters also it embarks the difference between an organized and disorganized life if the world you are seeing is not the world you want therefore it's time to examine your values it's time to rid yourself of your current presuppositions it's time to let go what would you like to choose among these characters batman and joker thor or loki sherlock or moriarty it might even be time to sacrifice what you love best so that you can become who you might became instead of staying who you are to have meaning in your life is better than you have what you want because you may neither know what you want nor what you truly need meaning is something that comes upon you of its own accord you can set up the preconditions you can follow meaning when it manifests itself but you can't simply produce it as an act of will people watched the successful succeed and the unsuccessful fail for thousands and thousands of years we thought it over and drew a conclusion the successful among us delay gratification and bargain with the future so the conclusion is to pursue what is meaningful and not what is expedient point number 8 speaks about being truthful there is a tendency when one wants to win arguments and gain status and impress people here one starts using language to bend and twist the world into delivering what he thoughts is necessary but actually it's fake a lie can sometimes turn a situation easier for you but mostly in the long run it doesn't there are sometimes situations where you don't feel comfortable in facing it with the truth but you need to remind yourself that the lie is going to remain a lie forever moreover it can become your tendency generally bigger lies are encouraged by the initial small lies and it makes one's life miserable also one should remember that truth can never be concealed everyone needs a concrete specific goal and ambition and a purpose to limit chaos and make intelligible sense of life but all such concrete goals can and should be subordinated to what might be considered a meta goal which is a way of approaching and formulating goals themselves the meta goal could be living in truth so always tell the truth or at least don't lie point number 9 is regarding our listening skills the great majority of us cannot listen we find ourselves compelled to evaluate because listening is too dangerous The first requirement is courage and we do not always have. There are many people who are so lonely in the sense that there is no one to listen to them. You can help someone by simply listening to them. First and foremost it indicates that you care for them and you are trying to help. Humans are created to be social and our interaction is critical for our mental and physical health. If someone doesn't get a shoulder to cry it can cause mental illness to him. It's not essential that you might possess a solution for one to whom you are listening. While talking to you, the person himself might figure out the best solution for himself. 
This is called communicating without words. If you listen instead without premature judgment, people will generally tell you everything they are thinking with very little deceit. People will tell you the most amazing, absurd, interesting things. Very few of your conversations will be boring. If the conversation is boring, you probably are not. So always assume that the person you are listening to might know something which you don't. Point number 10 is regarding words. Life begins with a word. The words we say are meaningful and possess tremendous significance. There is a tendency where these words are not used appropriately. When instead of focusing on the problems, one wants to bring out what he already knows irrespective of the fact that how irrelevant it may be in the context. You are by no means only what you already know. You are also all that which you could know if you only would. Thus, you should never sacrifice what you could be for what you are. There are times when you are not able to see your problems in the first place. Gradually, these problems keep on growing. If you are not able to see it, then the chances are that you won't be able to solve these. Small dragons that sit on tables become giant dragons and destroy homes. That is the crux of Jack Kent's children's story titled, There is no such thing as a dragon. It has a very real meaning in the adult world. Sometimes things appear alright, but actually they are not. We are embedded in a chaotic universe. So it's easy to deny or hide from danger, but this can lead to destruction. Confront the chaos of being. Take aim against your troubles. Specify your destination and chart your course. Admit to what you want. Tell those around you who you are. Narrow and gaze attentively and move forward forthrightly. Don't ignore things and be precise in your speech. Point number 11 speaks about don't be extra protective on your kids. Most of the parents who can't see their kids in any kind of trouble and they are always in a rush to solve it for them. Of course, it was dangerous. The danger was the point. They wanted to triumph over danger. They would have been safer in protective equipment, but that would have ruined it. They were not trying to be safe. They were trying to become competent. And it's a competence that makes people as safe as they can truly be. If you keep on protecting them, the kids become dependent on you and indecisive. Hence, they will turn out to be a fearful and weak. If your kid is in dispute with his friend, you should only hear their conversation with patience, but do not interfere. Let him handle it for himself. These ways, he learns how to handle an unfavorable situation. So, do not bother children when they are skateboarding. The last point says, all of us are very busy in our lives and no one is willing to stop. But to stop sometimes and to slow down sometimes is very important. If we keep on running, then the life's car will malfunction and it will run out of control. Our tasks are never going to reduce. It's only the backseat when you can relish the small moments of happiness which life brings. While returning to home from work, when you see kids dancing in the rain 
or an old couple walking down while holding their hands this is real life stop relax and smell the flowers appreciate your life appreciate your people appreciate your belongings a little stillness is very important in one's life if you'll keep on working without break you start losing that flair in the relationship even your colleagues and with your family you'll become a machine set aside some time to talk and to think about the illness or other crisis and how it should be managed every day do not talk or think about it otherwise if you do not limit its effect you will become exhausted and everything will spiral into the ground this is not helpful conserve your strength you are in a war not a battle and a war is composed of many battles you must stay functional through all of them when worries associated with the crisis arise at other times remind yourself that you will think them through during the scheduled period you can bring order to your life organizing your life by changing the style you function find a time to pet a cat when you encounter one on the street thank you for listening to the live best skill podcast if you love this episode we'll be so grateful if you could take a minute to subscribe share and review it your views will help more people achieving their dreams by the way if you have any feedback comments or questions you can send me an email to info@arawa.com until next time keep dreaming up those wonderful dreams and ideas